What's up, everybody? Welcome to part two of this Pickaxe and Roll podcast with Swipe a Cam. We broke down the top 100 players in the NBA. Top 50 is here for part two. If you missed part one, make sure to go check that out. Uh, we did 51 to 100 on that uh, breakdown, and it was pretty good. But let me tell you, top 50 is a spicy, spicy episode. You will not want to miss some of the rants that Swipe has. Uh, really good content here. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for tuning in. And here is part two, top 50 players in the NBA. Moving into the top 50, uh, Tyrese Maxey at 50, Evan Mobley at 49, Julius Randle 48, Draymond Green 47, Aaron Gordon 46, Desmond Bain 45, DeJounte Murray 44, DeMar DeRozan 43, Chris Middleton 42, and LaMelo Ball at 41. Uh, This is a tough one because you've got some guys that previously were ranked higher, like a LaMelo or Chris Middleton uh, and Draymond Green, and guys that were ranked lower than this, like a Tyrese Maxey or Aaron Gordon, uh, who, who I think deserve to be here. And you could potentially even justify being higher. But this is where I have these guys. Mm. (laughs) And Draymond's numbers. Golly, Draymond was such a freaking mess. Positive, like a positive mess defensively in the playoffs. It's unbelievable. Yeah. He was still a negative offensive player, but he he went insane defensively in the playoffs. Yeah. And so you have to justify having a guy like him in the top 50. Uh, I remember doing my power forward rankings and thinking, okay, I would rather have Aaron Gordon, but I think I would rather have Draymond Green than Julius Randle. Just like, even though Julius Randle is a, he's in, well, I mean, he's, dude, he was just like second or third team on the NBA again this year. Again. Oh my gosh. The regular season value is there with somebody like that. But the reason why I have him lower than those guys is because he, like the playoffs are, are a different beast. Can't guard up in the playoffs. Can guard the guard down in the playoffs. And doesn't hit a shot in the playoffs. What did he shoot? Forty percent last year. It's not great. It's not great when you have guys that can sit on the the nineteen foot turnaround jumper or wall off the paint. Then like it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for a guy like him. But uh, this That's is why great. he's here and why he's not higher. Yeah, I think Desmond Bain is better than DeJounte Murray. Um, I think Aaron Gordon is better than DeJounte Murray. I think Draymond is better than DeJounte Murray. I just think their value and what they offer to a playoff setting is just much more valuable than DeJounte at this point. Interesting. But Uh, I also think – But, you know, again, Tamar, you know, I had him at 17 last year because he was 13. He was all NBA last year, and I let the regular season weigh in heavily to that. He scored 40 versus Giannis, by the way, but – Nobody remembers yeah. that because they don't like Chicago Bulls. Um, <laughs> Lamelo, <laughs> uh, Lamelo. Uh, wait, polarizing player. Didn't last year Demar Derozan two years ago was six straight games of thirty five on on fifty five percent shooting? Or yeah, something like that? I think that was I think that was twenty twenty one twenty two. So a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, um, Lamelo is is a difficult player. Um, Matt had him at 83, which everybody obviously got on him about that. I think 41 is fair. I think in the 40s is fair. But I guess when we're looking at – well, that's the thing. His responsibility in the playoff setting would be distinctively different from everybody on this list because yeah. he's the point guard um, and, like, and a primary I, creator. I think that as they get more functional around him – like this is kind of like Jalen Green. 
uh, as they get more functional around him, he's going to look and feel and play better. And, and the actual gunner mentality that he's been labeled with, he will still be a little bit of a gunner, but that's just because of his personality. Like it's, it's who he is, but he also is one of the five to 10 best passers in the league. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm fine with. It. I'm, I'm, I don't have a lot of argument with. It. It's hard to kind of push back on this. I think Julius Randle is entirely too hot. All right, that's if if that's the worst one, then I am okay with it. I like Tyreek um, Maxey. He doesn't play any defense, but great off ball player, great transition player, yeah. good on ball creator, great scorer, great shooter. Yeah, definitely a guy along with Evan Mobley on this list that could rise very high. You, so you'd rather have Tyrese over? Oh man, I, that's the thing. But if you don't have Jordan Poole here, that's where it gets difficult. Because if Jordan Poole was in Philly with him beating Harden, then Jordan Poole would also look much better. And he's also a better on-ball. I think he's a better yeah. on-ball creator and playmaker, I think, than Tyrese Maxey is, too. Ty- I, I disagree with that. Tyrese is just so much more efficient. and like Yeah, what I'm saying, but relative to the fact that – but I'm saying, but even Jordan Poole, though, this efficiency dropped with this last season. But I personally think it, – It's not Jordan- just that, though. Like, it's, it's, the, it's the high volume of turnovers. Jordan Poole led the NBA in turnovers this last year. Like, Tyrese Maxey doesn't turn the ball over at all. He's but really, I'm saying, really but Jordan Poole, two years prior, though, was on an ascension to where we actually thought he was going to be an all-star level guard at some point. And I think last year, because of the whole Draymond situation and the team was chaotic, I think that affected what happened with him. I think he obviously had his own doing in some of that. His yeah. gameplay needs to get better. But I just think Jordan Poole in a different situation would just be a much different kind of player. In retrospect, Poole should probably be in the 80s or 90s on this list. Um I don't have him there for obvious reasons. Like he, he didn't deserve it based off of last year alone, but like previous data should say that he's on this list. So let's move on 31 to 40. This is where we do another tier break 40 Darius Garland, 39 Rudy Gobert, 38 Bradley Beal, 37 Zach Levine, 36 Carl Anthony Towns, and 35. How is Rudy behind Carl when he's clearly a oh, better basketball player? Uh this is this is a this is bad. This is not how the list should read. I am sorry. Uh now the, those 35 to 40 are correct. 31 to 34. That is that should not read that. Those guys are 21 to 24 on my list. I'm about to say. Yeah. Let me let me. Um, I can't do any edits on this, but everybody who is watching this, 31 is Brandon Ingram, 32 is Drew Holiday, 33 is Pascal Siakam, 34 is Jaron Jackson. That's why are Pascal and Jaron solo? Because everybody's really freaking talented in this league. Like there's just a lot of guys to but even but I just to. don't yeah, I, I don't I don't think they're that low personally, but um Rudy Gobert is better than Carl Anthony Towns. I'm not sure why this is even a discussion. Uh, Rudy Gobert is also better than McKay. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe I'm the only person that respects elite defense and rim protection over here. Literally changes the defense when he's on the court. Carl Anthony I'm Towns not, is a positive. I'm not sure he changes the defense as much anymore. Um, that's that's the thing. One year it's like, later? It's not. Well, so he had a little bit of fall off the previous season. Like just just a little bit, you you saw a little bit of drop off, and then this last year it kind of dropped off a, a cliff Blame a little Rudy bit. for that trash team. Um, Let me look at this. He's also Let just extremely limited offensively. Like that's that's just the thing. Like you're, the difference between him and Jared Allen is not like that drastic. Man, you are. I'm not doing this. I, there's just no way you're making this argument with me. All right. So <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Let me let me pull this up. Make sure I'm not tripping. All right. We're talking about playoffs. All right, one of these players is a positive playoff player. 
And then let me pull the other guy up. <laughs> one of these players is a clear positive in the playoff. The other one is a massive negative in the playoff setting. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're, you're doing it. You're doing the thing. All right. No, one of them is literally was a humongous, the same level of impact Draymond had defensively in the playoff. He was almost the opposite in terms of overall value. <laughs> let me let me go back to um No, show me the list. Okay, we're going to oh god. Well where was that other one? Okay, we're gonna this is I'm uh, not looking at the list. Yeah, don't don't show that shit. Um okay. Uh here is where here is where it should have okay, look at look at it now. Uh this is what 31 to 40 should have looked like. Brandon Ingram, yeah. Drew Holiday, Pascal Siakam, Jaron Jackson, Mikael Bridges, Carl Anthony Towns, Zach Levine, Bradley Beal, Rudy Gobert, Darius Garland. This is insane, bro. There's no way. We watched the playoffs last year, and your your takeaway was that Cat is a better player than Rudy Gobert. I've so he he is the one that's been most disrupted, obviously, by the Rudy Gobert trade. Like Rudy, there's there's only one way to play with Rudy Gobert. It's it's Rudy Gobert style of basketball. And did we not just watch Carl the year before have eight points in a playoff game as the lead option? I know, I know. You're yeah, you're right. I mean, look, I I am going to be on the side that you are a heavy tween tween merchant. There's no way (laughs) that he's a more impactful player than Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I know. They play on the same team, and when one of them was on the court without the other, abysmal. When the other one was on the court without the other, they were okay. I so this is in the playoffs in the regular season. That was actually not the case. Um, it, Rudy it Gobert, Kyle case. Anderson, Jaden McDaniel, Anthony Edwards, and and Mike Conley is going to be their best lineup next year. You are uh, okay. I'm we'll cooking see. with grease, sir. We'll see. We will see. Uh, look at the rest of this list. Is there any other like? Uh, so it's not the Aaron Fox, Paul George. Yeah, Jordan, we'll go to the next stuff. list because okay, I we'll don't to, believe we'll that. Jaron Jackson right. and Pascal are as well. You get into the It's not a better basketball player than Pascal Siakam. He's not. We saw him in the playoffs. Couldn't do anything. No post game. They were leaving wide open. He was a negative uh, defensively. There's no way you're telling me he's a better basketball player than Spicy P, than NBA champion, than the six foot ten. Super athletic wing, who's the lead playmaker on a bad offense, and the lead creator on a bad offense. The best offensive option on a bad offense was a net positive defender. There's no way if they switch the situation, Pascal with the King in a playoff setting, that they lose that series. Even if he plays the five, you are smoking rocks, sir. There's no way. Fix. This list. Fix this list. Fix this list. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This is why you are the GOAT. Um, DeMonta Sabonis at 29 versus Pascal Siakam at 34. (laughs) I'm sorry. I am sorry. Uh, Yeah, no, that's, that's... 
that is just how I feel, man. And, and did I'm you watch sorry the play? I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm genuinely of asking. Course. Did you watch the playoff last of year? Of course I did, man. And, and I watched that series, and I was very fascinated by what happened. And, yeah, DeMontis Sabonis got his sternum crushed in by Draymond Green. Oh, might, my might God. Have, might have affected him. Might have affected the game. Uh, no, it's it's not it's not just that. Look, Demonte Sabonis was clearly the third best center in the league last year. Clearly, and and like like it, in the regular your, season, in not, regular not including season. Anthony Davis. Reg, regular season. What are you better than Anthony Davis? You wasn't better than Anthony um, Davis last year. Who actually? Sample size included, he wasn't better I, than I'm Anthony just, Davis. Last I, year. Okay, you are you are right. You are right. I. It's tough. Wait, by like, the way, Pascal Siakam last year, twenty four seven point eight. 5.8, 77% from the line. He shot 52% from two, 32% from three, and 18 attempts a game. 20, so 24, 7, and 5. Do you know how many players in the NBA did that last year? Uh, probably just like one or two. Let me look this up. I'm going to pull oh, it up God. for you. <laughs> okay. Wanna, I, 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 can't even, I can't even use my phone. I can't even pull it up. I have to use my computer. Pascal, okay, Pascal Siakam is one of those guys that is always going to be underrated for me while he's on the Raptors just because of the – the tough situation that he has been put in playing next to uh, guys that duplicate his skill set and OG Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, like it, it's really tough for him and for the Raptors to be successful while those guys are all together, in my opinion. Like I, I think that they should be breaking up that trio and that would probably elevate him higher on this list if they if they had a little bit more spacing bro, around I, him. I'm and they saying had some to more you wins. though. Yeah. That Pascal Siakam intrinsically adds more value to your basketball team than Demontis Sabonis in a playoff setting. Because guess what? His go-to offensive bag as a playmaker and scorer are just fundamentally better than anything Demontis can do in a playoff setting. And he's a far better defender, like a switchable one through five defender. So just you that are, alone, you are who probably I'm, right? You are probably. But, who, but I'm saying, but who? But if we look at the fast simile of that in, in modern NBA history, who else? other than Pascal and like elite level players can have that kind of portability and give you 25, five and five. Okay. Counterpoint. Just looking Counterpoint. up the Matos Sabonis' numbers. 18, 12 season. and seven in the regular season. I know what it they was, were, it was, sir. It was 19, 12 and seven. He shot. Stop rounding up. No, it was 19.1. That's, that's straight up 19.1 points per game. 12.3 rebounds, 7.3 assists. 61.5% from the field, 37.3% from three, but he shot one attempt per game, so that doesn't really matter. In the playoffs, it was not great. 16.4, four, uh, 11, and 4.7. Um, and he shot 49.5% from the field. So, like, the actual offensive numbers did drop, but, like, if I just go and look up Pascal's numbers from the last time that he was in the playoffs. Oh, they, my gosh. 22.8, 7.2, 5.8 on 47.7. He was a little bit better. A little bit better. But not like tremendously bit. better. It, here, it wasn't, this, this wasn't a different tier that we're talking about here. Here, I'm pulling, I'm pulling up these numbers because I want to make this point because again, this is this is ridiculous to me. <laughs> this is not so, the debate I thought we were gonna have today. <laughs> I, I think Pascal Siakam's a great player. I'm not gonna let I'm not letting you dis disrespect Canada, sir. I'm standing up for Canada. I, so dude, I'm gonna have like Jamal Murray seven. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Hold on. All right. So last year, bro, come on. Let me get this criteria. 
anyway, I mean, so the rest of this list uh, for for people that are audio listeners that have not even heard me say it: Laurie Markkinen's thirty, Demonte Sabonis twenty nine, James Harden twenty eight, Kyrie Irving twenty seven, Zion Williamson twenty six, Jalen Brunson twenty five, Tyrese Halliburton twenty four, Jalen Brown twenty three, Paul George twenty two, and De'Aaron Fox twenty one. Swiper is here debating the 29th and 33rd best players on my list. Like it is his life's work. You want his content, sir. <laughs> and I got it. That, that rant was epic. <laughs> that Bro, rant was, was something can you else. Do me a, can you do me a favor and go to stat head, please? Because this is being massively stupid right now. Sure. Uh, 24, seven and four last year. What do you want me to look up? 24. How many players average 24, seven and four last year? Uh, just last year. All right, we're going. This is great podcast content here. That's why they they're understanding because they know I'm def- making a righteous defense right now. Uh, yes, this is this is clutching the pearls at its finest. Clutching twenty four seven and four. Yeah. All right, just straight up in 2022-23, you had nine guys. You had Jokic, Embiid, Tatum, Doncic, Giannis, Julius Randle. Pascal Siakam, LeBron James, and Zion Williamson. <laughs> Pascal 33. <laughs> hey, I had Julius Randle 48. Ah, no, Julius Randle doesn't count. He fails in the playoffs. That's a completely different player. That's not Pascal. For, Pascal for was in the play-in. For what it's worth, have we seen Pascal like as a first or second option like dominate in the playoffs? Mm, better than we've seen uh, Demonte Sabonis do it. Okay. 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 That's what we're comparing. <laughs> now, that's what we're comparing. We're, okay. We are. It is a tough front line for a guy like Demonte Sabonis to go against the Golden State Warriors. Oh, he would have God. also had a tough. He would have had a tough job against the Los Angeles Lakers, but you put him against the Phoenix Suns. Okay, let, he would have had a tough job versus the Nuggets. Tough job versus the, the Lakers. <laughs> tough job versus the Sun. Tough job versus the Clippers. Tough job versus the Warriors. Okay. Tough job versus point. OKC. <laughs> tough job versus Minnesota. No, he would not have had a tough job versus OKC. Like, I'm sorry. Been... He, okay. he can't Come he on. can't turn over his left shoulder and do a consistent hook shot. No post game in the playoffs. There, there is a difference between going up against Draymond Green and Kevon Looney versus going up against Jalen Williams, like Arkansas. Okay, what about what about Jokic? What about Jokic? Okay, he's one on my list. Just, just as a, nah. as, a clear, as a clear delineation there. <laughs> but uh, so this, so again, we can move on from this because you're not convincing me of this. I'm not standing for this. No way. Just absolutely no way. That's I'm standing fine. for this. That's fine. And then Look, and Zion's here because of injury, I imagine. Yeah, Zion's here because. Would you want him to be much higher? Well, I mean, if he was if he was healthy, he'd be higher. So whatever. I'm not. I'm, Maybe. You know, I mean, yeah. Go. We'll we'll see. Like, did you know that he has played over 30 games once in his NBA career? Yeah, and I think he's in when he plays. He's probably a top 17 player, 715 player, probably. if not. So like that's that know. seems that seems reasonable. So 26 is a fair drop off for him. Um, other guys Brunson. on this list is. Does anybody else stand out as a as a weird placement here? I don't know. Depends how you feel about Kyrie. I think Kyrie's a better player than Jalen Brunson, but you know, I understand the the things about Kyrie that people make him. It's drop, not. So. Yeah, I mean, it's not just that. It's like I do think that Kyrie, like, he struggles to lift up other people in the regular season. Like his numbers are what they are. They are great, but like 
what Jalen Brunson just did for the Knicks and lifting them up. Like that's a clear delineation from what Kyrie has done in the last couple of years. So is what it is. All right, let's move on. 11 to 20. This is where we get into the next tier as well. Uh, tier three all-stars, 20 Bam Adebayo, 19 Jamal Murray, 18 John Morant, 17 Anthony Edwards, 16 Trey Young, 15 Donovan Mitchell. Uh, you and I have had the Trey Young debate before. Uh, I think that he is in the right place here. Uh, but I've also moved up Donovan Mitchell since our talks. I think that Mitchell got underrated because of the playoffs last year, but he was debatably first team all NBA and ultimately made second team all NBA as a guard, which is just really, really hard to do. Like, so well, who would you supposed to make first team all NBA over Shea or, or it was, Luka? I mean, it was going to be either Shea or Luca uh, for much of the time, probably Shea, but like Shea, I think has like, this is a reason why Shea is higher on this list than, than Donovan. Yeah. Um, Trey Young, I you know I think he's a great player. I think everything for him is just, uh, yeah, man. He was a great offensive player in the playoff versus the Celtics. Really bad defender, obviously. The year before, he was a terrible player in the playoff. But again, that I don't really blame him for that Miami collapse. I mean, the team around him was just trash. I love Trey. I think Trey's just, uh, I th- it's just hard to to place him because his defensive value. Um, can't switch, can't off ball, can't on ball. He did rip step last year, so he always had he'll always have that. Um but yeah, sure, no problem. Um, you know, Jamal, people are torn on Jamal. They don't know what to I, do with Jamal. Personally, I think this is the right place for him. Like you can't put him higher than this, be even though like in the playoffs, I think you could just a better regular season player than Jalen Brunson knows. But so it just depends on what you value. Like yeah. You're upping him because of his playoff, but he also he's also playing next to Joker. So people then are saying, well, if Jalen Brunson played next to Joker, but I actually think Jamal's skill set fits functionally for the 21st century kind of offense you need to run next to a superstar big. So yeah. and like you could you can absolutely justify that Jamal was a top 10 playoff player last year. Like absolutely. Yeah, no, I I I agree with you. So but like so, I think. But that's the thing. The right in place. a regular season, he was probably like thirty-five, maybe or that's, something like that in a regular I, season. I, yeah, I think so. Thirty-five in the regular season, ten or so for me in the playoffs. Stop maybe, 10. maybe even like eight. Um, no, stop saying eight. He was higher than that. All right, all right. Um, and then like so, you average those things those out, and this is about where it should come out, in my opinion. Just, I just don't get, and this is healthy. Kawhi Leonard's a top 10 player. This is not even a conversation. Like, this is just not even a conversation. Kawhi Leonard has an argument in a playoff setting. In a playoff setting, Kawhi Leonard has an argument as the second player, best player in the league that you would want if he's healthy. And I think in a, in a, in a regular Man, season setting. That is. What do you mean? No, no, no. Uh, uh, add it up. Add it up. Add it up. Offensively, he's incredible in a playoff. Defensively, he's, in, he's a very good playoff player. He's, a, he's better than Kevin Durant in the playoffs by himself. That's a one option. He was better than Giannis when he had an opportunity to be better than Giannis. Now again, yeah, look looking at the numbers, I I, I understand. Wait, wait, can you can you like, can you read those off? What are his playoff numbers the last so couple of years? Wait, I, do do twenty one, do twenty one in last year. I'm 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 going to include twenty nineteen as well uh, because that was his Toronto year. Yeah. Now this was just to be clear, this was his prime. So like, well, no, he is so wait, also hold on, hold going on. to come down from this. 
Well, I'm um, saying don't do 2019 because that was so far away. Do 21 up to now because that's actually who he is. Okay. Um, I will include – yeah, there we go. So while he's been with the Clippers, 29.6 points, 8.4 rebounds, 5.1 assists, 2.2 steals, 53% from the field, 37% from three. 87 from the line. Like, I mean, this is, it, it's sick. It's actually sick what he's done. Like there's no clearly an elite, elite playoff player. Like you also have to factor in the regular season too with this. Like it, 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 I am not just doing a top a hundred playoff players. If no, I, was, I get that, but I'm, but I'm saying we're assuming health for all these players. I think assuming health, Kawhi Leonard is a, is probably He'd probably be sick. I think he. I think he's like six for me if health is included. Because I think okay. he's a better basketball player than Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, LeBron at this point, Devin Booker. I think he's better than than Joel Embiid. Interesting. I mean, hey, I I don't fault you for he's in this tier. And what I what I usually argue about with these tiers is that you can make the argument that like within the tier. Anybody can be over anybody. Well, but I think the Anthony Davis thing, you and I argued about this already. I don't think you could put Shea over AD, given that Shea has no playoff sample size except for one game, playing game, which he was trash in. And Anthony Davis had one of the best <laughs> defensive runs of the last 25 years, and he was a positive offensive player through the entire run. He was the best player of the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, for me, like, this is my this is my top 100 players right now at this current moment. And I think that Shea is just going to keep going up. And I think that AD is just going to keep going down because why would he go you know, down? Well, because he's getting older. He has a lot of miles on him. He is like physically playing the center position. He's physically taxed. He's already talking about playing the four. Next but he said, that, he said that three yeah. years ago. He said I mean, that three like years he, ago. He will continue to like, he, I mean, that's just going to continue to happen. Like, that's just, but again, Anthony Davis last year was Anthony Davis last year, regular season. 26, 12.5, 2.6, two blocks, 1.2 steals a game. And even if you just go with the advanced information, he was a pl- massive positive, massive positive offensive player, a plus-plus defensive player just last year. And then you compare that to Shea Gilgis. Shea last year averaged 31.4, uh, 4.8, 5.5. And the same analytical numbers that point for Davis. I mean, he was a better offensive player, and it says a slightly better. De- it says a slightly worse defensive player, but you know we can't measure defense that way because there's just no way. Everybody knows Anthony yeah. Davis is a much better defensive player. So I don't know, bro. I just I just don't think I I, I personally just couldn't do that. Now, I mean, you, you're going to argue for a lot of guys to be higher, 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 but like there's just a lot of there's a lot of players that are really, really good in this league, and I think this is the deepest that the league has ever been. And so you add all that up and some guys are going to be lower than you think. And that's just, that's just an unfortunate reality of this, but this is where I have them. Uh, any arguments with, uh, with the tier three top guys? Mm, not, not really. All right. Now let's move into the top 10. Everybody's been waiting for the top 10 here. Um, I have made uh, lots of, checks and balances on my list and this is where i ultimately came out actually did i even read out the last one uh just just so for the audio listeners bam out of bio 20 jamal murray 19 john morant 18 anthony edwards 17 trey young 16 donovan mitchell 15 
14 is Damian Lillard, 13, Anthony Davis, 12, Shea Gilgis Alexander, 11, Kawhi Leonard. So like Kawhi is very close to top 10 in that. Um, but now we get into the top 10. Number 10, Jimmy Butler. Number nine, LeBron James. Number eight, Devin Booker. Number seven, Jason Tatum. Number six, Joel Embiid. Number five, Kevin Durant. Number four, and this is where we break into the elite tier as opposed to the all-NBA tier. Luka's in the elite tier at four, Steph at three, Giannis at two, Jokic at one. Um, This is a fun conversation to have at the top because I think Jokic is clearly one, but also within the same tier as some of these other guys. And then all NBA, this is where that that's where the delineation is. Five to 14 for me is where the delineation is. Uh, What say you, sir? I don't think Jokic is in the same tier as these other players based on what we just saw. So um, I think there's obviously a gap. I think the numbers say there's a gap. I think the impact data says there's a gap. I think the raw data says there's a gap. So I think there is a gap between him and Giannis. Um, I think Giannis and Steph are in a tier, and I think Luca's in its own tier. Now, I think you can interchange Steph and, and Giannis depending on what you value. Um, I don't think that Devin Booker, I think he could be that high. Uh, again, I think you're just I, – I think the thing I'm having uh, troubles with with your list is we're assuming health. Devin Booker played 16 more games than Kawhi Leonard last year. And Kawhi Leonard is objectively a better basketball player than Devin Booker. And he's in the same tier offensively as Devin Booker, at least in the same tier. So she, even just looking at their numbers in the playoff setting. Yeah, like I think I was definitely affected by Booker's run in the playoffs. I think seeing what he did and seeing how – unguardable he was for most of that time uh really elevated him i you know that the conversations that we've had offline i had devin booker above jason tatum for a while and and had him at seven decided to move him down to eight just thinking about the two-way value that tatum brings but um look i i think that devin booker deserves to be in the top 10 based off of what he just did i i really do and and i think that's but he, he was a better I, but i think the issue though is though he wasn't better even in when they played against each other for even as a two-game sample size, Kawhi Leonard was a clearly the best player on the court over the course of that run, and he had a significantly worse team around him. The second-best player was Russell Westbrook or Eric Gordon. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a good argument, man. Like, I, I I don't blame you. I think that if we're ranking playoff players, Kawhi Not even is... just playoff, but he played 16 more yeah. games than them, so it's like not even – he played 47, Kawhi played 31. They both got hurt. Yeah, that's true. I only played – Okay. 31. Yeah. Well, I was, played uh, with like, um, yeah, I think it's 31 games. It, no, 52 games. Uh, you're looking at the age. Uh, Kawhi played. Oh, games he played, played. No, wait, 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 wait a minute. So he played Booker more played games 53. than Devin Booker. Wow. <laughs> so he played, they played the same amount of games, and, and Kawhi yeah. was clearly better in the playoffs. Uh, yeah. Fix that's, that's, this that's, list. Fix this list. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I mean, they like I talked about, they're in the same tier. They deserve to be in the same tier. They're not in the same tier. I, I disagree with that. I, I really no, I'm saying they're, I think cl- that, they're quite literally in different tiers, aren't they? No, no, no. I mean, the, so tier two is all NBA. So Devin Booker's eight and you can continue that tier. Like this is the, the back end of that tier two, basically. Like they're just like five to 14 for me is all in one tier. 
I think you're tripping, bro. I just, I just don't. It's just, an, it's not all that consistent. <laughs> I think that if you're doing 52 and 53 games, one of them was clearly better than the other. I, I mean, so uh, I think you could, you, you go around the NBA and you ask people who they think the better player is. I think a lot of people would say Devin Booker right now. But Devin think, Booker wouldn't be in them talks. Would say. No, I just wouldn't. No, look, he was talking. Like people were talking about him as the best playoff player before the final. I bet games you, you know what I'm going to do. Watch, watch this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You know what I do? I make, I love making graphs. So I'm gonna make a yeah. graphic and put this out today. So I'm saying though, bro, Devin Booker isn't in the talks with Kawhi because Kawhi is in the talk with Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard are the actual conversation. You should do combined regular season and playoff numbers for both of those guys and put them out as a blind poll and see like what people say. Yeah, and guess what? And then also add defense into their hoods. Kevin Devin Booker was a negative defender in the playoffs. Uh, I, see, I, I disagree with him being a negative. What do you mean now. you disagree? Like, I, you watched him play. I thought he was good defensively. Okay, can you was. look up the number? Look up Devin Booker's playoff numbers uh, defensively, please. Hey, you, can, you can find one, this stuff. Yeah, yeah. 1.7 steals, 0.8 blocks in, in the playoffs now this he, last year. Now, now you're doing raw um, data. Look at this. The analytics versions go. are doing raw data. Uh, all right, let's go to DBM. Uh, that's not a great metric, obviously, but playoffs, he was uh, 2.0 DPM. Uh, D- yeah, DPM. after the first, yeah, okay. I guess I would look also very good if Russell Westbrook was the best player I was guarding. I would also look great in that series. Okay, see, now now you are just, uh, you, are, you are gaslighting the shit out of me right now. Uh, no, like, look, I, I think that Devin Booker is incredibly good. And I think that's, there are nights where he is at the top of this tier. There are nights where he's at the bottom of this tier. Uh, he is probably like less consistent on the defensive end than some of these other guys for sure. But like offensively, he is he is about as good as you can get on on like from the shooting guard position. So I think that he deserves to be on this list uh, in the top ten. That that is my opinion. He's the second best player on his own team. All these other players are all the number one options on the team. I think he's okay, fine. Fine. I think he's the if we're gonna call him a second option, he is the very best second option in the league. Like bar none. But Kawhi Leonard is the number one option on this team. And he's oh, just they, as good offensively, much does, better. Does anything about the Suns' offense this last year make you think that Devin Booker was actually the second option? <laughs> like, I know he's the second best player on his team. I know he's. I know he's the second best player on his team. That's he fine. Is. And I have Kevin Durant at five. Like so, we we agree. But I'm saying, but I'm saying they have different roles in the offense. And again, we also agree that Kawhi Leonard's offensive help in the playoff was significantly worse than Devin Booker's, and he was still, still better. And that's not even in talking about games. the defensive value. In two games. They played the same amount of games in the regular season. The Kawhi Leonard was still better. I don't I don't know if I agree with that. Can you man, I don't where where is this <laughs> now look at me? I'm over here protecting Kawhi Leonard. Goodness great. Yeah, I don't know what, why what's you're happened to the world. So I love Kawhi Leonard. He's an incredible player. Yeah, but I mean regular season, his his numbers were great. Like 51, 41, 87. Uh, Booker's a better passer. Booker makes plays for others a little bit more than Kawhi. Aww. And that's an important mm-hmm. aspect of it, in my opinion. Beat like, a double team, Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did. He did like, pretty he frequently did? against the Nuggets. 
Yeah, all right. And then what happens in the end of the series? Yeah, Kawhi would have folded by game three. No, he would not. You are such a liar. <laughs> okay, folks. Uh, this is wait, this wait, hold on, our, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, no, okay. wait a minute. Hold, hold on. Are you? Are you? What? Why do you? Do you actually think there's there right now, based on what you've seen, you don't think there's a gap between uh, between uh, Jokic in the field? I would. I mean, I'd put him one with a bullet. Like there's no, there's no doubt that he is the top of this tier, but I don't think that he has done enough to separate. Like, oh yeah, we need to create the Jokic tier. I maybe maybe he has, and may, maybe that's a maybe that's a failing on my part. But I think that there are nights where Giannis I mean, could be the 30. best player in the league, where Steph could be the best player in the league, where Luca could be the best player in the league. Uh, you you could even extend it to the regular season and then talk about Embiid. But like in the playoffs, oh, we've seen gosh. Giannis go for. 50 point, like 50 points in game six of the NBA. Oh, no, he did. He versus DeAndre Ayton. Wait, Jokic seen... averaged what? 34, 13, and 11 in that same series versus same, that same player. We've, we've never seen Steph Curry go for a bad playoff series in his life. Like he yeah, is. He, did. We, he just did. He just did. Look at his numbers. I don't, he just I, did. Okay. I don't think it was bad. He thought 30% from three in that series. Thir- not, it wasn't 30%. It was 32. Not 30. It was 32. It was 32%. Okay, so like with Steph, like with as much as much like gravity, like using, as much gravity, using the, oh, using oh. the buzzword, using the buzzword here. Um, <laughs> gravity is really cool. Uh, no, okay, so we're gonna just look up his playoff numbers. Uh, Steph, okay, so you want you want to know what he averaged in that series? Thirty points. 20, I know. He, no, 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 no. Twenty six point seven, seven point five assists, five point five rebounds, one point two steals. 44% from, 44% from the field, 34% from three, 88% from the line. So, like, mm, that was his that was his bad series, man. Like, it wasn't a bad series, but he's had worse series now. Stop gaslighting. He had not had every series he's been in has not been great. I mean, we, and you know we just, that. We just did the exercise. I, I mean, I look back through it. I, I know he's great. He is a, a great, great player. Uh, Luca, he said he's not I a think, great player. No, okay. Luca, I think, deserves to be in this tier. So, okay, so with the framing that you have, maybe Jokic should be in tier one by himself. And then tier two should be the elite. Tier three should be all NBA. I didn't want to do it like that. I didn't think well, it was when, necessary. Well, hold on. The, the, re- well, the reason is necessary. When is the last time there was a consensus number one player in the NBA like this? Uh, that had a run year, from regular season to playoff. Don't to don't shoot the year before. Right. With Giannis. Like no, it wasn't. There's no way you can say that, given that he flamed out again because of offensive destruction in the second half versus the Celtics, and he was up three two in that series. Stop, stop, stop doing this. Stop running away from the conversation about Giannis. There's, there's just no way you so can say that. I've I've done this. Okay, so when doing these exercises before, one of the things that I when I, when I try to create this list. And talk about Jokic and talk about like dominance. One of the things I wanted to do is go back and, and look at other people's lists, uh, their top 100 list. 2022, so not this year, last year, Giannis was the top one with a bullet on every single list, every single one. Yeah, sure, but people, but that's what this is what I'm saying though. This is what's so interesting. But that's what I'm talking it. about with like you're, you're asking me for. But that one, well, that was just examples. based on. I'm not. No. So yeah, 2022. Yeah, 2022, it was Giannis. 2021, everybody, every list that I looked at had Kevin Durant as the top player in the league. Kevin uh, Durant. 
Yeah, no, that's that is true. Like, but that wasn't based on hoops, though. That was based on narrative and speculation. Kevin Durant had a forty-seven and a forty-eight point game versus the Bucks in the second round, and lost. Went zero six in overtime, and nobody brought it up. They said, "Well, if Kyrie and James Harden were there, therefore these two games, this one series versus the Bucks, that he lost, put him in the conversation above Giannis, put him in the conversation above Joker, and put him in the conversation above Steph." And then the next year, after he lost. Jokic, same year, 31-13-6 versus the eventual champion, and nobody else had the numbers against him. And everybody said that he was speculatively maybe a top-five player. Giannis, though, versus the Celtics, who got mud-stumped in the finals, didn't put up that good of a performance versus the Celtics as Jokic put up versus the Warriors. But after that, because of the DPOI, the defensive value by himself, oh, look, he had 200 points, 100 rebounds, and 50 assists in the series. Therefore, he must be the number one player in the league. And now, all of a sudden, Joker, 30-13-10, and 10, 61% true shooting versus the Wolves, 26-12-9 versus the Sun, 33-13-10 and 10 versus the Lakers, Anthony Davis and LeBron James, 28-15-12, and 12, and then 30-14-7. and 7. That's what it took. That's an actual run. It didn't end with disappointment and people saying maybe because of this round that he lost. Because when Joker lost in the first round, 31-13-6, and 35-15-6, the last three games in that series, nobody said nothing about him. Matt Kellerman said he's not even a consensus top five player. And he lost. But Giannis, he gets smoked out by the Heat this year. He plays in three of those games. They go 0-3 the games he played against him. Ran from the ball, 0-13 in the last 13 free throw attempts, basically. But all of a sudden, Giannis had a hurt back. So last year, he had a hurt back. The year before, there was no Chris Middleton. Two years prior to that, he's in the bubble, and Drew Hall and, and Drew Bledsoe is there. When did Jokic, 2021, he sucked, got smoked out in the second round. Next year, he sucks, got smoked out by the Warriors, even though he was averaging 30, 31, 10, and 5. Nobody gave him that pass. But so now Joker has to do something nobody else has ever done. Lead the entire playoff in points, rebounds, and assists. And now all of a sudden, now he's consensus. He's the best. But these other dudes, they get to beat at Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks in the Eastern Conference Finals. And he gets to play against the Phoenix Suns. And DeAndre Aiden has 50 points in a game six. And he did average 34, 13, and 12 versus that same player. That doesn't make sense to me. This is not based on who. There's no way Ryan Blackburn, whatever your middle name, Ryan Ramon Blackburn, <laughs> that you're going to tell me Kevin Durant was the best player in the world because of one series and two games versus the Milwaukee Bucks after 2021. I was just looking up other people's top 100s. <laughs> That's all it was. It wasn't my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> oh wow. All right. I'm gonna go get Anila to clip that. Um all right. Uh yeah, no, that was I mean, look, I think that Jokic is one with a bullet. There's there's nobody else in the league that can arguably be above him right now. Um, based off of the regular season and playoffs. There's no way. I think that this is gonna be what it looks like for a long time, and it's gonna be really cool to be able to see. Jokic win another MVP, win another finals MVP, go to the Olympics and beat Team USA. Like all of these things can happen. And if they do, it's just going to continue cementing Jokic as the greatest player of this generation. And that is very exciting. 
I just think it's really funny to me. I, I honestly now feel what Steph fans have said for years about Steph and LeBron. But the problem is, is I think the Steph-LeBron thing was always difficult because LeBron, 14-15, had nobody on the roster with him after Kyrie and Kevin Love went down. And then they got Kevin Durant, and he had no choice. There's no chance for him to beat that team. They beat him straight up in 2015-16. And so everybody was like, well, how do you keep losing and you're the best player? The difference is LeBron clearly had to shoulder a load. Nobody else has outside of maybe one player ever, which is Jordan, and done as well. And so for me, that's why Jordan was always – that's why LeBron was always the GOAT in terms of this era and the best player in the world because it was just clear he was doing something nobody else could do. I think this, the difference is people tried to crown Giannis after the 18, 19, 19, 20 season, and it was like, he is it. He does, Even though the playoff performances aren't lining up, Brian, for the last five years, we have data that shows he dropped offensively, but it's like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And he was the favorite versus the Heat in 2020. He was the favorite in 2022. He was the favorite this last season. When has Jokic yeah. lost as the favorite? He's never lost as the favorite, other than, like, no, actually, he's never the lost Portland, as the, the favorite. Like, the Portland, the Portland year, 2018-19. I don't know if they were the direct ooh, favorite. Actually, yeah, first. that's, I think they were pretty even that year, if I if I recall. But I'm like, saying, was, but like, they were, they were, like, puffed. That was their first playoff run. I'm yeah, saying, yeah, since yeah. that point, that hasn't happened. And he hasn't underperformed in the series. Can even the Lakers series people point to? He still averaged 20, what was it, 22, 7, and 6. And he averaged, he shot over 50% from the field. It was just the way he was being guarded. He couldn't get a lot of volume up. But he went toe-to-toe with LeBron James down the stretch of game two and game five. Yeah, I think that one and, like, be- between some foibles in not not last year's round, but the year before, like. Uh, the Phoenix run, you mean. The, the 2021 run. Suns round. And then even against the Warriors, this like, a couple of years ago. Uh, no, but hold on, but, but, but Ryan, but hold on, but but they, but he averaged 24, 10, and five in those first two games. Like Embiid's not I, even averaging that in his career, and I, he gets oh yeah, no, you're, has, you're right about that. You're right about that. Oh, Embiid, look at him. He's averaging his best series. He averaged twenty three, seven, and three versus the Washington Wizards, <laughs> and nobody says anything about it. But Jokic's first two games for the next three games, 35, 15, and six. And everybody's like, oh, oh well, he should have done it sooner. He should have done something nobody else has done sooner. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point. Um, all right, man. Well, uh, unless you have any other smattering of takes that you want to get off your chest looking at this list, um, just in, in review, like, okay, what, what would you grade my top 100 on a scale of 1 to 10? I mean, top 100s are hard, so it's a B plus. Top 100s are hard. It's all hard. Right. It's, it's almost it's, – it's extremely difficult to look at 100 players and to use eye test, data, playoff, regular season, clutch, all that stuff, and put a list together. There are absolutely players I disagree with. But you you put effort and you put thought into it. You also made changes. We also agree that Jalen Green was entirely too high. Alfred Chingun should have been on the list. Jordan Poole should have been on the list. I think that uh, I think I convinced you, if you're a righteous man, that Pascal Siakam better than Demonte Sabonis. I yeah, think those I, guys, those guys should know, probably swap places. I think Devin Booker projected sure, but I think again, just everybody's healthy. I just think Kawhi Leonard, for my money, is probably. This is this is how good Kawhi Leonard is. Kawhi Leonard, if if he's healthy, is arguably the, the fourth best player in the league. He has an argument to be over Luca when he's healthy. He's that freaking good. Oh yeah, the problem they, is they faced off against each other, and and like we've seen how those series have gone. And like Kawhi twice? has shown yeah, up twice, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah twice. twice, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like Kawhi is just his injuries keep him back. So again, and Embiid, I think on match list, I think Embiid had him. He had to be like nine. I also am, am, am of the mindset like I. You wouldn't 
you rather have Joker, Steph, Giannis, uh, Luca, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, uh, LeBron. You'd rather have uh, Jason Tatum. You'd rather have uh, Jimmy Butler. You'd rather have Anthony Davis. You probably would rather have, I don't know, like you're getting into Dame and all that stuff. You would at least have 10 players. Like, without a shadow of doubt, before you would have Joel Embiid in the playoffs. Take Jamal Murray. Personally, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just given what he's what he's done, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's not even a question for me. I I'll take Anthony Edwards probably take Joel Embiid in the playoff setting. Oh, that's fair. And like I I I get it. It's it's frustrating. I'm sure Philly fans will probably find this and they'll be like, "You assholes, why would you do that?" But like he's got they a burden, man. Like they, he, it is the burden of proof is on Joel Embiid. It is not on us. Yeah, point. no, and no more going to to Shams talking about. Um, well, why is the pressure on me? I'm not a two-time MVP. All this other stuff. That all is all done. That whole era is over. Yeah. That's, that's, that was so funny. <laughs> it was, that was the funniest shit. Unprompted. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, all right, folks. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of Pickaxe and Roll. Uh, Swiper, thank you for tuning in, my guy. This was, uh, this was a good show, and Parting thoughts, anything you're working on before we get out of here? I'm always working on something, y'all. Shout out to uh, Mile High Sports, Locked On Nuggets. There's some other things that are coming up as well. Uh, shout out to my dude Ryan for putting this together. We got an hour and a half of great content, and we got a whole bunch of other stuff coming out. I think we got six videos that are supposed to be coming out for y'all over the next month or so. So, and shout out, uh, I think we'll both be there on Media Day for the Denver Nuggets as well. So, more content coming out for that. We'll have conversations. After that, too, Ryan, we can, you know, meet up and talk about what we heard, what we saw, and what we think going forward. There's going to be a lot coming, folks. We are in a great place content-wise. You're going to get a lot here on the Mile High Sports channel. Uh, Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to like the video. And we will talk to you guys very soon. 